Hey, everybody. This is Mel and Brooke from Mom's Art 2. Okay, before we start the episode, stop listening right now and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you want to watch us make a fool of ourselves, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Mom's Art 2 and get video episodes each week. All right, on to the show. (laughs) (laughs) We are just two moms in search of inspiration. While creating questionable comedy. Moms are too. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> hey, Brookie Brook. Hi, Mel. <laughs> I, I just want to say that um, I'm yeah. really, really excited <laughs> because we're starting this whole segment situation. Um, yeah. And uh, this is our first, the real, real segment with Stephanie Taylor. Stephanie Taylor of SCV Pack Walk. And she is very inspiring. She's she's a trainer. She's a holistic dog trainer, whisperer. Ooh. She's worked with Caesar, actually, okay. which she talks about a little bit. Um, but man, she's got good info. And the way she addresses and works with animals, I think everybody can benefit from because we forget the things that she talks about. You go, oh, shit, I forget sometimes well, these things. And I think that it doesn't even matter that it's with dogs because there's so much <laughs> relevant right. information about just how we connect uh, spiritually and how we treat connect people. It's amazing. Dogs and people. Uh, so if you guys are interested, obviously listen to the episode, but also you can check her out at SCV Pack Walk and she's going to be doing videos soon. So I will let you know when she's doing videos because then everyone, even if you don't live in the SCV, you can have access. Uh, What's S- okay, listen. What, what did you just say? What's that acronym? At SCV Pack Walk. Right, but what is that acronym? Santa Clarita Valley Pack go. Walk. Oh, for everybody who doesn't know and doesn't live in the valley. Yeah. Um... <laughs> It's did you super ever, valley out did here. Did you used to read those Sweet Valley Highs? Yes, I did. I read them and I was obsessed. Me too. I had like every single one, the, the twins. I know, because I was not that, right? I was like from super. Indiana. I was short and muscular with like brown hair and brown eyes. And these girls were like the epitome of Valley Girl, Los Angeles. Yeah. It, yeah. I think they live in like Burbank, though. Yeah, like, it that's was like rec- porn it was like, area. I was saying it's like teetering on Reseda. Like it's yeah. it's over I, there. I wonder, like going back, I wonder if we because they're still out there. They have them. I wonder if reading them now, mm. it would be kind of <gasps> like Ugh. maybe that's one of our next episodes. Let's read an old Sweet <gasps> Valley High book, and and talk Let's about. Let's read it. all of them. I wonder if Snoop can read to me <laughs> <laughs> on your speech of I. How no? That's when you need Gwen, your Gwyneth Paltrow though to do oh, the Sweet probably. Valley High books. Probably. Did you see her trial? Stop. I mean that that, that poor hilarious. that guy screwed him fucking self when he got up there and started talking about aliens and like the right and all this stuff and oh, she actually just put her head down. So on the last mm. day when he went up on the stand, he was saying that it's not good that she would win and because she has power and you know they're trying to take over and the cabal and blah 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 and she was just like oh he's a oh, like you saw her dude. just put her yeah she put her head in her hands like oh this poor guy. And then afterwards, she went like, because then he lost. Yeah. Like, they came back immediately and were like, yeah, no, sorry. This is not. And she got her dollar. Right. She got a dollar, which I think, honestly, I know it's like shitty that she was like, it ruined my ski trip. And I I couldn't drink coffee for days or whatever the fuck she said. Right. (laughs) But. I, you know, you have to go to court. If somebody's suing you when they ran into you and they have to go to court and now you have to like have the cameras on you, it's like, well, listen, he ruined my day. He hurt my back. Yeah. And it sucked. Yeah, he, she just asked for him to pay her legal bills. Yeah. And a dollar. Because he was the one that brought her, right. brought it up. I wonder what she's going to do with that dollar. Is that something like with a, her vagina. That's what I was about to say. Definitely something with her vagina. I wonder if she'll frame Maybe it. Maybe she'll frame it. I can't stand you. <laughs> we are the best ever. Oh, my God. All right. Are you ready for the real, real episode? I don't know. Uh, is the audience ready for the real, real? It's our first they real, better. real. 
It's the first real what, real. Well, tell them what real real is real quick. So, so the real real is somebody from our um, Amram's Out 2 community right. that maybe isn't in the industry. Maybe we don't know them. We're meeting them for the first time, but can inspire us in a way where it makes us remember um, all the things that we can do and options and how to get into something else. And it's also for you guys so that you... No, you're um, not alone. There's other women out alone. there that are killing it you know they're yeah. they're balancing their family they're starting new you know changes happen in their life kind of our yep. format at the beginning of this yeah podcast it was all about t- getting talking to women seeing how yeah. they made those changes uh, what they're doing now and how you know how they did it all so to be inspired yeah. and so that's our and real, you know real. what's cool that's our real real. Uh, you know what is cool though is we started like that and yeah. then we evolved into something else and then we evolved into something else and now when we're now every single week is a little bit of all of that evolution. It's so true. And so now we get to do the late night format with our friends one, our community one, a you and I one, or a podcaster one, and then somebody in the industry. So every single thing we've evolved through is now each week of our podcast, which I think is super cool. I love it, and I'm so excited because I'm from the Valley, the San Gabriel Valley. We are the Sweet Valley High Twins. We are. (laughs) It's boots and pants. Real, real. You done with that, real, real? Let's just cheers. Let's just cheers. Can we just start this This off right? Yes. Yes. We're going to start this off right with a cheers and looking in the eyes. With the real, real right here. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is <laughs> the beautiful Stephanie Taylor oh. that we're going to be talking to. Well, you be the judge. <laughs> <laughs> Vote now on our... <laughs> we don't judge. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't judge. That's no, the we point. don't. Um, but if you want to subscribe on YouTube... <laughs> I'm not going to manage it. If you, um, if you like what you see, thumbs up. <laughs> right. Hit that down below. Oh, oh I fucking, yeah. I can't. Um, Brooke. Okay. It's fine. Okay. We'll just be quiet for the rest of the episode. <laughs> you just talk. You got the questions right there. Just, just, <laughs> just work them. it out. Uh, okay, so Stephanie Taylor is fantastic. So if you're just joining us, I would be wise. Um, <laughs> Stephanie, that was my Spanish accent. I was ready for you to go. She's already snorting. What did you say? I was waiting for you to be, go. Be vapor rub. Be vapor rub. <laughs> the Vicks vapor rub in Latin America, they just said be vapor rub. Oh. But they put it on everything. Oh. I put like, it on my I, arm. Yeah. I have a rash on my arm. Well, I just heard that you put it on work. your feet. Or you can't put it on your feet. For what? And then it. Yeah. What? Detoxes or something? I don't know. I just heard that you put it on your feet too. I'm going to put it on my feet. I just heard that that's what the, that's the thing. Tonight. Oh, tonight. <laughs> I mean, F that Vaseline. No it's more Vaseline. Be Be It's true. <laughs> that's not like a racist thing. Everybody even no. spells it. Be Bebo Rob. Because that's how you say it. Um, All right. Here yeah. we go. Wait. Now, who We're is doing this fine real. lady? I don't know. Okay. Okay. So Stephanie <laughs> Taylor has brought me back to what I've needed in the States that I have been missing oh. and yearning for. And she's done it in a way that has finally made me feel like I believe in dog training again. Yay. Yeah. That is no joke. Some deep shit. I've worked with a lot of animal trainers. I worked with a lot of uh, dog trainers. And there's always this weird edge. If any of y'all at home have ever had somebody come over to try to help you out with your animal and you feel like an idiot. I get you because I felt it and I I totally get you. However, <clears throat> listen to Stephanie in this episode because she has incredible insight and she comes at it from a totally different way and she makes you feel comfortable and it is all about the guidance and it is all about the animal learning and progressing as well as the human. She doesn't make us feel stupid because we're humans and we don't know what we're doing because we don't. Not like Eckhart Tolle. Oh. Oh my God. He Eckhart made me feel, so, feel stupid. He made, made her me feel stupid. stupid. Personally or just. just she personally. was personally offended. <laughs> I've never met him. <laughs> she thought that he His said book. Mel, but really he said smell. And then she was like, <laughs> That's it's no over. He really made me feel like I. He talked down to you in his book. I mean, he's very intelligent, this man. Yeah. So, I mean, it's justified. I'm not saying it's not justified. <laughs> right, right, right. 
She's um, like, yes, we're idiots. I, I get understand it. that. <laughs> right. Um, so this is Stephanie Taylor. Applause. applause. Okay. Oh, I can add applause in. Yay. Oh, there it was. Um, and I'm really happy that you're doing the show. Thank because you. we've thought about you and talked about you a lot. And I'm excited that you're here to share all of your knowledge. And she's talked. And to, we're not going to let her to, talk. No. So it's fine. No, I like, get ready. <laughs> I've heard a lot about you as well. well so yes. we were really excited. No. You know, she's like, I just got back from pack walk and, oh, you know, and then she tells that. me the stories. No. Brooke's no, like, why I'm aren't you fucking I'm super working? excited that you guys like thought of me and it, uh, like invited me. Yay. Oh, that's so good. Huge. When you're like, do you want to be on my podcast? I'm like, oh my God. Who's going to be on the podcast? <laughs> really? You were like, oh. Why would I be like a... I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, normally, you wouldn't be. God, all right, yeah, Mel. Really <laughs> if it means you'll come to work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> right, let's trade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no. But you have an incredible past. You have an incredible amount of skill. You also have an incredible new Thank way you. of doing these things. Maybe it's not even new. No. It's new. Well, we're going to find newer. out. Newer. Newer. Ooh. I know. Aren't you so excited? Because Brooke does not I know, need to know these very things. many things. I need the tea. Okay. So first, Miss Steph, yes, ma'am. Tell us about um, what do you do? Who uh, who are you? What do you do? Okay. Um, <laughs> I uh, I play with dogs all day. It's oh like my the god! Best thing ever, right? That's ridiculous. No, it's 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 so much more than that. Obviously, as you know, it's it's. Um, it's playing with dogs. It's experiencing dogs. But more than anything, like I'm a connector. Who I am as an individual and my personality as an individual is a connector. So that's what I do with the dogs. Yeah. And that's what I teach everybody around me to do because ultimately when you get that connection with a dog, like on a deeper level, <clears throat> not based off of our human words and our human verbal, you know, yeah. whatever. Understanding. Yeah. And, like way of communicating. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of us humans, we see dogs as like something that's there for our pleasure, right? Something that's there to please us. Something that's there to make us happy and take our pain away, right? Because we work all day and we get pissed off and we want to come home and we want to just cuddle with our dogs and be whatever. But yeah. what we don't understand is just like our kids, our dogs need more than yeah. just, um, you know, the cuddles and just the affection and just the the things that we do um, in in our own personal needs. They need the the understanding and the connection of they have their own set of needs and fulfillment requirements throughout the day. Right. So that's what I do is I help people understand um, – that they need more. And I also help fulfill that by uh, the business that I run through um, dog walking and dog training. So I fulfill dogs every day. It's huge. I love and the you, connector. And humans. Yeah, yeah but the, the connector, connector thing, that is, that's huge. a really great like imagery. Yeah. As like as a facilitator of what yeah. that, what that because is. Because we put all of our shit onto our animal, right? Yes. I mean, I don't we do like, but we well, no, we do. Or even like put when we're we don't even realize it. We don't much yeah. like to you know. I think we were talking earlier. You were kind of giving some story about. Oh no, it was, it was Sean. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But like, if you're crying and your dog comes up to you, right? Like they're a part of that. They're mm-hmm. in that. They feel it, yeah, just like you do. But we also have a tendency to like put our stuff on a dog. So if our dog totally. is acting out or our dog is bad on walks, we're like, oh my god, they're terrible. And we yank them. And why aren't they listening? And da 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 But we're not listening to actually what the dog needs. Yes. What it's saying to you. What it's saying to us. In those moments. So that then we can, I don't want to use the word correct because correct Mm-mm. in training means something totally different. Yep. But we can't communicate with our animal with what they need because we're not actually listening to them. Right. We want them to be good on a walk. So we yank them or we pull them or we go get behind me or we get mad saw at them. something. What do we say? We get mad at them. Or we get mad at them. And that energy that comes from, this is all mm-hmm. things I have not known, yeah. but we know, <clears throat> we know. And she's taught me to put it into words and the difference between my thoughts and feelings. And it's just, it's too, you know what it is? It is Eckhart Tolle. You are Eckhart Tolle. For dogs. It's no, or you're humans too. Or for like, humans. It's, it's dealing with dogs. Yes. Or it animals. is so expansive. Mm hmm. 
Well, it, it, I, I feel like, and I'm not 100%, but kind of how I work too with when I'm dealing with my pets is it comes from just a vibe, like energy vibe. So much like how I philosophize on how I enter a room, right? Or mm-hmm. how you give off your energy. Yes. Your pets, that's what they're reading, yeah. right? Yeah, is yeah. that correct? So Yes. And, and with that being said too, it doesn't mean that you always have to be in this like perfect zen like oh my dog he's feeling my energy so i have to be perfect all the time it's just more so like being aware that they are energetic beings just like we are Mm -hmm. right so if you're having a bad day but expecting perfection from your dog that's not that's like that's not realistic you know what i mean it's just it's it's a it's a reality check of understanding the fact that your dog is going to vibe from you it's a pack animal just like we are. So it's going to feel how you feel, right? If you're on a walk and you've had a bad day and you're cursing at yourself and you're like, fuck my boss. <laughs> yeah. Your dog is Melanie like, says that, by I the do. way. She no way. Say that. My boss? <laughs> so you know. Never have it. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, I, I'm going to tell you, I, we need to get videos out, though. Oh, I'm not joking. So you come from, tell me a little bit about. Because I want to get more into this. And people oh. need to fucking learn. We're going to get deep. We are. We need to get deep because we all need. Deep. I need to learn. I did deep. not know how much. I used to work with jaguars and Damn, primates so cool. and uh, porcupines and uh, <laughs> crocodiles. And like I had to ocelots where pumas. I was in the, the enclosure with the pumas. Yeah. Never turned my back on them, by the way. Never like checked my phone or anything. Right. Like, it was I don't very, think that needs to even be told. Right. <laughs> but I couldn't. I could never go into the, in, the enclosure with the jaguars because jaguars are one of the cats that will always they they kill for fun. Yeah. So oh. they don't. Yeah. They don't just kill for food. They kill for fun oh. too. Which means ugh, they're hey. not looking at you like, oh, you're my friend. They're like, fun times. <laughs> always the back of the neck. Slit your throat. <clears throat> yeah. But I <laughs> would go into. I had uh, Bibu and Dindi, who were two little boys. And they were 250 pounds each, but they were little boys who their mother was killed. And I would go in there and I remember thinking going in there, I'm going to do nothing for a very long time. I just felt like they did not need me going in there going, come here, I'm going to fix it. Right. And I don't know what told me that or whatever, or because I was afraid of them because they're so much more powerful than me that I took a submissive role to it. Okay. Instead of even at the time with my dogs, I was like, do what I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sit when I say, Mm -hmm. you know, be friends with other dogs. Like I forced them into situations, but because these were wild animals, I respected them more Mm -hmm. and I respected their boundaries more because I was learning from them and I was listening way more. So it was a hard transition for me when coming into work for you where I couldn't, it was a hard transition going, yeah, but these are domesticated animals. Right. These are pets. They would never tear my throat off. Mm -hmm. Right. And but. especially the little ones. Like, we'll have, like, a little uh, wiener dog or whatever. What are they called? Yeah, they are. Dachshund. Yeah. Dachshund. It's a wiener dog, it's though. A, wiener. <laughs> a little For wiener. Life. Um, we'll have a little wiener come in and... <laughs> hey! <laughs> That's what she's done. Right. Um, no, thank you. I mean... Right? Look, I mean, we don't even need to start that Let's conversation. Right. That's another episode. <laughs> That's for the bonus. <laughs> then we'll have a little, little dog come in and they're acting a little naughty. Naughty? And my first instinct is to be before, not now, but before was, I mean, it's fine. They're little. What are they going to do? And Steph was very, no, no. It does not matter what size they are, how domesticated they are, what breed they are, pit bull or wiener dog. Yeah. They all need the same thing. And it's for us, Mm -hmm. structure. Mm -hmm. And it's for us to listen to what they need and for us to tell them what I don't know. Like those boundaries are. are, What the manners are. What what your manners are. are. Yeah. 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 Because again, in in what we do, that's what we're hired to do. Right? People come to us because their dogs are acting out. Their dogs are acting crazy. Right? In our, you know, civilized world, they have bad manners. Right? And it's because as humans, we don't, as you were saying, respect the fact that they are wild animals instinctually, mm. right? Just because right. we've domesticated them, they are still that more or less that um, instinctual animal, 
right? So if you don't lead them, they will take control of that. And that can be taking control of your house, peeing in your house, you know, Mm -hmm. shitting in your house, like tearing up your stuff, whatever it is, jumping on people, whatever it is you don't want them to do. It oftentimes we inadvertently teach them that by not showing them how to be. Yes. That's like with kids. It's like the same. Oh my God, that's so funny that you say that. That she says that all the time. Yeah. Because we don't, for some reason, treat our animals like our kids. But see, there's so there's a fine line between that as well. So the yes. Well, I don't hit my animals. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Welcome to therapy. (laughs) For your kids. I'll and just mine. send him to Steph. And mine. <laughs> Steph is my therapist for my family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> isn't, isn't she walking dogs? I mean, can't yeah. she just take care of my kids? Don't yeah, but home. she knows things. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going, doctor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so the principles are the same. We don't yes. have to get to the technique. Yeah. <laughs> so the principles are the same as far as like, you know, when you provide a, an anxious kid with structure, he or she feels better. Right. When you provide an anxious dog with structure, he or she feels better because they know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Right. And in those moments, if you do have an anxious dog or an anxious child, you have to understand that your dog or your child is feeling this way. Yeah. And you don't disregard their feeling. You have to acknowledge the fact that, okay, I see you. I, I hear that you're feeling this way, but let me help you out of it. And that's where the difference yeah. comes, right? Mm-hmm. Because with a child, you can rationalize and be like, I hear that you're feeling anxious about the clown over there. Right. Right? He's yeah. a little scary. He's got some weird, right? <laughs> right. He's going to probably she, fucking murder Melody is afraid. He might <laughs> <slip> <laughs> <throat>. <laughs> Most likely you'll die in the next four minutes, but talk to me about it. <laughs> See? You get it. Yeah. yeah. But with the dog, you can't ration out. So you yeah. have to guide mm-hmm. it and show it through energetically how to yeah. feel differently around this this thing that's making it feel anxious. Hey everybody. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about this new thing that we found is called moonlight. It's amazing. We're still reading to our kids at night and I can be honest with you Sometimes it's tedious because we're reading the same book over and over and over and over. Well, let me tell you, Moonlight is incredible. The magic of Moonlight is simple. It's the experience of reading together with a projection on the wall because tablets, yes, are a staple for many families and digital books can be overstimulating sometimes for little kids. And honestly, they leave little room for imagination. But Moonlight bridges the gap between traditional and digital books. There are playful projections, vivid sound effects, and read-along features make this multi-sensory story time a delight. Moonlight is here to help you create imagination-filled interactive bedtimes for your whole family and make story time magical again. Use the code MOONLIGHT10 with our link to get an extra 10% off your purchase. It's very cool. So that's where the differentiate comes, right? Because with, with a child, you can rationalize and you can speak and talk them through whatever they're feeling. With a dog, you can't talk them through it in a, in a verbal Right. Sense, which is what humans do. So the communication do. is different. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because with, with that's what we do with dogs, right? Is our dog is like lunging at a, another dog on a walk and we'd be like, it's okay. No worries. It's not going to hurt you. But that's actually the opposite thing of what you should do because the energy behind it yeah. is very weak. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we say, oh, baby girl, it's okay. Your dog is like, amping up at that dog you're like it is okay look at me yeah yeah watch me i'm sending it away yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. so she's giving me the energy of like a girl yeah instead of bah i got this instead of you don't need to worry about that i got it that's right i'm going to control this like i got this if i need help you got my back girl Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what you need to communicate to your dog. And you don't do it in the same way as a human. You do it energetically and through the different 
communications um, through pressure and release. In what instance do you mean pressure and release? So pressure yeah, and release, you can apply pressure <laughs> through physical, which is a leash or a touch. Yeah. But you can also apply pressure with your psychological energy. Okay. Like if I look at you straight on eye contact, that's mm -hmm. pressure, right? It makes you uncomfortable. Well, when your dog, dog goes like this. <laughs> yeah. You then have to wait. That's no, when they will look you, at you. You know what I? That's I, when you just cock no. up. <laughs> no, seriously. No, I. Uh, but I did take my first dog to dog training, and they taught you one of the first things they teach you is like to put the treat here mm -hmm. and make them sit there, and so that they have to look into your eyes. Yeah. And if they sit there for long enough, then you give them the treat. That's like the first one of the first right, things right, right. they teach, so that the dog is. We, all at you have to know do is like kind of go like this, like when you, if you, so even if you don't have the treat, was anymore. it looking at you in your eyes or is it looking at your forehead? So this is no, what, but this it, is yeah, exactly what I was eyes. saying okay, from the beginning is connecting. So yeah. connecting naturally. It's just like if I said, Brooke, fucking yeah. connect with me. <laughs> okay. Like me. Right? I was like, you're going to yeah. look into my eyes. Yeah. I'd be like holding your vodka like this. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> right? Not with the hands, but the energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if I connect with you on a different level, as far as like, hey, Brooke, I hear you. Yeah. I see that you're feeling this way. You're going to connect with oh me my on God, a different level. Somebody. You did it to her yeah. just now. The focus of your training isn't just being an animal trainer. You do it very specifically. It is through holistic. Yeah. So tell me a little soul. bit about... Huh? Mind, body, soul. Mind, body, soul. Mind, body, soul. Thank you. Uh, I needed the sound bite. Um, <laughs> no, but the way, tell me about a little bit about what that means and the difference. Okay. So mind, body, soul, holistic dog training or holistic dog walking is about <clears throat> addressing all three, right? Uh, fulfilling the mind, fulfilling the soul, fulfilling the body. The body is the easy one because obviously when we're dog walking and pack walking, we are walking physically. So that's the body. That's the easy part, right? Yeah, yeah. The mind is um, we are mentally stimulating the dog, right? Challenging the dog, uh, making sure the dog is keeping focus on us as opposed to the squirrels or the dog or the other dogs passing or the dog's barking at fences or you know the the dog yeah <laughs> yeah yeah today was actually chaos today barking at a fence no other dogs are other at, dogs. Behind oh fence. i thought you meant a fence so you're like barking at a fence like, we stop and we bark at fences like the dogs are barking at a fence so i, I mean like, well yeah. if that's hey they must need a pack walk well, that, that's our problem. Fences, We're doing yeah. a bad job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, there's dogs. We walk in the middle of the street. I was telling this last week and or two weeks ago in our episode where walk your dog down in the middle of the fucking street. Oh. I understand. And we'll talk about that later, but about how some dogs need to pee on the grass and all that stuff. But the walking down the center or against traffic or whatever on the street has made such a difference because you're keeping them in the lines in a way, but also... Your my eyes are way more open about what kind of things I could be watching out for and dogs barking at the fence, dogs coming down the street. I feel like I have way more control yeah. over my pack mm -hmm. or even my individual dogs because right. I'm walking in the street and I feel like I'm in charge. Yeah. So the street offers way less um, senses. You know, like there's not as much pee or <laughs> like yeah. smells in the street, but it's also, as you're saying, like it gives you distance from, you know, the dog barking in the in the in the fence right there, or someone coming out the the door. Like we saw, witnessed yeah. several times today, where someone comes out the door and their dog is on a flexi leash, and it's like at the end of the driveway, and it gives us that much more space, yeah, to create that safety. For yeah. the dogs that need it, right? And yeah. that structure for the dogs that need it. Because in our pack, <clears throat> we have everything. We have dogs that need structure because they need to feel safe. We have dogs that need structure because they need um, to be disciplined because they've never been disciplined before. Yeah. So the street just gives us that much more space to give that structure in, yeah. a, in a way that we can be successful. And mm -hmm. it's easier to pick up poop. It's easier when they poop in the street. Because easier. Melanie just found... The poop what scooper. did you find? Did you hear it? The pooper scooper? I told you, yes. I heard the poop scooper. I'm so excited about that. Do we have an affiliate link for we, this or what's happening? Oh, I like, should find. Yeah. And I should not say that because I can't believe you're using a rake. 
Who uses no, a rake? Right? In the past. I'm not using a rake now. That's why I said I can't believe you were. I know. I was ignorant before you, Stephanie. <gasps> She's learned so much. <laughs> She's learned so much. I've seen your ways. <laughs> no, that is no joke. I mean, my fucking life has changed. But the boob scooper. I cut you off about your, your mind, body, and soul. So we talked about the body. We talked a little bit about the mind. Yeah. But uh, I want to hear, yeah. The soul. The, the soul, soul is my soul. favorite part because that's the connector part that I was talking about earlier. The soul is when we connect. So when I'm working with a dog, especially in the beginning, um, uh, dogs come to us, like I said, very anxious, very nervous, very excited. All We get all of the above. And in the beginning, I really love to connect with that dog and show them something different because they're so used to feeling excited all the time or feeling nervous about whatever mm-hmm. all the time, you know, other dogs or whatever. And I love to connect with them. So that connection comes from that eye contact that we talked about. You know, mm-hmm. you were talking about the treat where you make it happen. Yeah, like look into my eyes. Yeah. There's a treat. It's, that's like deceptive, right? Yeah. We don't want you to like force you because it's literally like forcing you to connect. And it's like, I don't want a forceful connection. I want you to connect with me naturally. I want you to be with me. I want you to see that, you know, there's something different. Yeah. And that that soul, that connection comes from that eye contact and that um it's so hard to explain, but once you get it, it's like it's nirvana as we yeah. say, right? It's it's because fucking it's, amazing. it's waiting. Yeah. It's Dogs not, yeah. are so eager to to learn so mm-hmm. eager to be like, okay, just show me what I'm supposed to do and I will fucking do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you start working that and when they start seeing it, it's like they immediately like, oh, I see you. I get it. Okay. It's incredible. Because yeah. you, and that was one of the things that people will say to me when I go and pick up their dogs. They're like, and I was, I'm not this person. You know. I'm like fucking, bah, go, bah, we gotta do things, bah. And I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> but I will tell you, when I, ha- when I go get the dogs, everything starts in the the moment we pick them up from their house. Yeah. Because when they come to the door, most likely, oftentimes, their owner is like, I don't know what's wrong with them. And they go running out the door. And our job is to just stop. And everything has to slow down. Yeah. And that dog, and I will sit there and I will wait. And she's very good as a boss about being, yeah, we meet at nine o'clock, but the dog is more important. So if your pickup takes longer because you're going to wait for that dog to connect with you, or you're gonna wait for that dog, he jumps in the car and you're like, no, no, you get, and it takes you nine times to get that dog to wait to jump in the car, not even jump in the car, he gets in the car, yes, right? Because yes. somebody that jumps in the car is not listening. Yeah. They're not on your wavelength. So somebody that you wait for them to be settled and calm and like listening and excited for you to lead them, and then you give them permission, like you may get in the car and they get there all quietly and lovely into the car, even if they're the type that's like, I'm getting in the car. Yeah. It the the waiting and the patience is yeah. been my biggest lesson. Yeah. So absolutely. It's like take your time, slow down. And if if that's like the best lesson I could teach anybody in life as far as working with your dog, slow down. Yeah. How did you even get into this? Yeah. Like how it was <laughs> what do you had? Did you own a I lot was of dogs? Born this way, Brooke. Well, I know. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. But. I mean, honestly, no. yes, you had to have been. No. And not and at all. because you you seem to be that way, not only you know you you don't discriminate against species, you know it's like <laughs> yeah. human dog, you know you, yeah. you it's a universal way of treating living things. It seems as though. So what what were you doing that one day you were like? People need me to walk yeah. their dogs and to like get their dogs acting right. Did you work with dogs before? What What was the deal? Okay, so this is my story. You ready? Okay. okay. I don't want to tell you the whole story because it'll take two hours. Yeah. Give us no, the give us the, the Wikipedia right, yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. The Wikipedia version. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I was married for a long time and was not very happy working for corporate America. Well, I shouldn't say corporate America. My husband, my ex husband, was a uh, military. So I worked for whatever station we were at. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. clerical, boring, blah, blah, right. blah, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. blah, People work. And Oprah. Yes. Oh. Oprah had an impact on my life. Imagine that. Right. Um, Mine too. I had yeah. Naha. See? I had you a couple. Did? I had a couple with her. 
I think always. I think yeah. everybody does. Her right? guests and her books, and you know, she's yeah. just amazing. That's what she does. Yeah, yeah. right. She's so, a connector. She's oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, again, I've heard it several times, especially from her. But it was like I was watching Oprah, and um, I, you know, I'd already come home and done all my. 500 fucking things after I already worked and whatever. And I'm coming home and I'm watching Oprah and I'm trying to have a relaxation moment. And she says, if you could do anything, what would that be? Right? Not get paid. Whatever. Do anything to make you happy. And I just remember like sitting, I was literally there sitting on the couch by myself. My kids were already in bed. My ex was, I think he was off in training or something like that. And I was just sitting there on my couch by myself. And I looked down at my dogs and I'm like, I would love to spend more time with them. Because mm. I love being with them, mm -hmm. right? And so in that moment, I made the decision, like, I'm going to work with dogs. So I, I I, started, you know, Googling. That's what we all do, right? Started Googling, yeah. how do you work with dogs? How do you do da 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 And um, it's like a whirlwind since that moment. I started taking courses to be a trainer, which there is no certification for a trainer. So yeah. that was the only way I knew what to do, though. So I yeah. started doing that, da 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 Long story short, I ended up moving to uh, Santa Clarita, California, which is where uh, Caesar had put his new dog psychology center and where. Um, this is the dog whisperer, right? Yes, the dog okay. whisperer. Dog. So, yeah. Caesar Milan. Um, my ex-husband was assigned to be LAPD. So, like I said, I'm I'm oh. I'm fast tracking a lot of things. Yeah, in yeah, this, yeah, yeah, in yeah, this. yeah, yeah. But we so we ended up working to, or moving to Santa Clarita to be uh, LAPD him, and then for me, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna see if I can see Caesar, meet Caesar, or whatever. And so I got here in um, it was like we moved here in December of twelve, in March of thirteen. I uh, graduated from that program that I was telling you that I was trying to be a dog trainer. Mm -hmm. And in that program, I met um, a mentor that I was actually working for him at the time. And I didn't know that. And so I was like, hey, I would love to. She had like 24 or 25 years of experience. So I was like, I would love to like mentor under you or, you know, be your mentee and learn from you. Mm -hmm. And she's like, absolutely. Come to the DPC. And I'm like, what's the DPC? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a dog psychology center. I'm like, okay, oh. cool. So I went there, and I, long story short, I ended up working for him for over a year, year and a half, or something like that. Where I worked at his facility, I did um, weekend courses and stuff like that, and I just learned a tremendous amount, and not just about dogs, but just about the the, the connection between human yeah. and dog, and yeah, that's where it started. Right. That was literally just the beginning because yeah. it's just been nothing but learning. And I've I've had so many amazing people teach me so many amazing things since then. And just working with the dogs, it's just been it's it's been a whirlwind, to be honest yeah. with you. It's been a whirlwind, but it's been it's been nothing I would ever change. I love that. I love that you yeah. found something that you it was like one simple question asked of you. You looked at your dogs and you're like, that's. That's but what that's it thing. is. It yeah. take, and now you do whatever a, it takes, right? Yeah. You just, yeah. Yes. And it might take a long time or it might take a process or it might take a, the courses or learning or whatever. But the fact that there was, a, and we never know when that trigger is going to come unless mm -hmm. we're listening. Oprah. Thank you, yes. Oprah. Luck equals yeah. preparation and timing. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because if you're not prepared, right? <laughs> When the timing comes, right. yeah. you're not going to receive it. Yeah, That's that same thing uh, Mel Robbins, uh, Robbins or Robinson, I never Robbins. remember. Robbins, yeah. She was saying it's like just every day if you do the work yes. and it's what you want to do and you have passion yeah. for it and you just put in the work. Yep. Like it'll show up. Preparation, it, right? That, the yes. prep, so that when the timing, because it's when it comes, the universe just keeps That's saying, "I'm going to give it to, to you." Yeah, be are you ready? And it will keep coming to you, right? Right, whatever you're supposed to do. But if you don't receive it, then it'll just go away. Or you hadn't done the work to receive it, right? right? Or even exactly. to know, yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly that. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, these two are both Aquarius. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, it's Hi. great. This is why this is like my energy. I get my energy from the air in the room because I am a, a fire girl. But yeah. that's what I mean. It's like you just, 
you just listened to the universe and there was something that you 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 pro- you may have been thinking about unhappiness or you may have been thinking about ah, something's not right or whatever but it took that one thing that you were listening to right. to make the difference and yeah. then look around you yeah Right, and then the timing of you guys moving and yeah. you having the opportunity to find advantage a of like new direction, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's so much, there's so much in what you're saying. Exactly, is if I wouldn't had the right mindset of, because uh, a lot of us live in fear, fear of change, right? Yeah, fear yeah. of the unknown. Yeah, See, I feel like the older we get too, because you get yeah. so comfortable Stuck. in your routine and your habits. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. But yeah. if if I wouldn't have taken that chance of I want to do this totally different than I've anything I've ever done, you yeah. know, then I wouldn't be where I am today. And I'm so grateful yeah. for where I am today. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. so grateful for the things that have happened to me, even though it's been fucking rough as fuck yeah. <laughs> at times yeah. and hard as fuck at times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I've been divorced. You know, like I said, when when this all started, I was married. And excuse me for being honest, but I wasn't happily married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. It and you know once I started getting real with a lot of this stuff, that was yeah. one of the things that I had to get real with. Like I wasn't happy; he wasn't happy either. Mm. You know? Yeah. And so it was like, you know, it was literally a conversation. Like, hey, are you happy? Mm-mm. Are you happy? Mm-mm. So let's do something different, right? Yeah. yeah. And so out of that, for me, came such amazing. Clarity, such amazing growth, such amazing things. If you, you want to space, you made space. Yes, you were honest. So obviously our pack is growing. Our pack is amazing. And we get um, new inquiries almost daily. Like yeah. people so interested to be in our pack, which is amazing. And we're so excited about bringing new dogs in <laughs> and helping new people and whatever. But I'm so excited to um, expand it in so many different ways. Like um, I want to do workshops. I want to do workshops that empower uh, people and more particularly women, because as women, we we often lose ourselves in our husbands and our marriages and Fucking, our can we, can we just podcast. Clap right Sorry, now audio this is our yeah, yeah. This is the okay. exact reason we Why? do. We lose it all the time. Yeah, and I get it. You know, I did too. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we lose ourselves and I just, I would love to, cause that's majority of what I do, by the way, when I do the training sessions, that's majority of what I do is I work with women and yeah. find, helping them find themselves again. You know, I've had clients that told me, you know what, Steph, I used to be this when I was in college or when I was in my twenties or whatever, I used to be what you're saying. I used to be the things that you're telling me that I need to be for my dog. And I'm like, what happened? And it's always like I Life. got married and I got I had kids and I, I start taking care of all of the house and the kids and the da, da, and I lose. Yeah. We're willing to give up. Mm, yeah. We don't just lose it. We give it away. And that's why women are so fucking amazing. Yeah. Because we do. We give up everything to make our family, our unit, our pack. Yeah. Be stronger and be better. And that's yeah. what's amazing about women. But this is where I want to help women become who they are again. Right. So I want to put workshops together because, you know, Mel, what it feels like to walk a fucking pack of dogs. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. You feel it again. You're like, I'm that girl. (laughs) That is no fucking. You are saying this right now. And it's like I'm hearing it for the time. That is so you are fucking exactly right. Yeah. I feel like my pat like through my. Vagina. vagina. Just say it. Well, she feels, she feels a lot through her vulva. I do feel a lot in my vagina. <laughs> and but, I'm not talking about in that term. Just no, like, no, no, no. She, she, because of like she like pull a nail out. Okay. She feels it in her okay. vagina. Yeah, I'm not tight. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I mean, no, literally but, like sensations of like I metal feel everything or in my vagina. if something is dream. awkward, <laughs> she feels it in her vagina. She's yeah. my boss. It doesn't mean she's like, she came on this podcast. She knows what the hell she's getting into. She didn't know what she was doing. (laughs) What's prison program? Prison program as a whole Mm -hmm. was uh, what we would do is we would take these dogs and exactly what I'm teaching you guys, like Mm -hmm. connection and, um, 
you know, energy and communication and all of these amazing life skills. We're teaching that to prisoners. We're teaching that to um, inmates that are lifers, inmates that are, you know, didn't grow up with these kind of skills. So we're using the dogs to teach them how to connect with another being, how to um, use these life skills that maybe were um, not present when they mm -hmm. were younger. Mm -hmm. So any any uh, lesson we teach a dog, we can actually transform it into a life skill for a human. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. Every yeah. Yeah. And again, yeah, because um, these gentlemen and women, right, are uh, super eager to learn and yeah. to grow and to just have these animals in their presence, right? Very therapeutic. And to yeah. Oh my God. You, you'd be surprised how many of these gentlemen really just want to connect with another species. Yeah. Right? And I shouldn't say species, but another living mammal. Thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because where they're where they're housed and where they're located, they don't they can't organically connect on the level that's that's pure. And it's mm -hmm. without judgment and vulnerable mm -hmm. because you don't know if the next person is using you mm -hmm. to be, you know, for whatever reason, right? To connect with you on a, you know what I mean? He, you don't know if he's or she is um, being vulnerable with you because they want to use you for something in the future, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Whereas an animal that I bring in. 100% they just want to connect yeah, with you. Not gonna, yeah. There's no judgment. There's no whatever. So we use that to to help rehabilitate people. Mm. That's huge. It's so fucking huge. And we've had huge success with it. Yeah. So you're looking to expand that. Yes. Or to do I'm another version definitely of it. Yeah. looking to um, start that again for sure. Because like I said, during COVID, it just kind of dissipated. Mm. And I would love to start a, a, another program with that. And we've had huge success with it. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. It's fucking Let me amazing. ask you a question about that. Um, do you guys take in ambassador animals or do you take in animals that need work too? How, so do you, how would you do that? In the beginning, you start with like it with a new program. You always start with like new or excuse me, experienced dogs mm -hmm. as in our personal dogs like a trainer dog or mm -hmm. a dog that has experience and then you teach the the inmates through that dog mm -hmm. right and then once you feel like they have a good not i mean say a good grasp but kind of an idea kind mm -hmm. of the beginning then we use rescue dogs or um or even special needs dogs that need them to calm down because the dog needs it more than they do kind of thing. So it's it's a very that a hard that's it's, such a process. It's it's a hard situation, but ultimately it's like just using rescue dogs to rescue them. You know? Yeah. Because at the same time too, the these rescue dogs can relate to these mm -hmm. men who have been rejected, right? right. These rescue dogs. And yeah. So they find another level of connection through that. That's so cool. It's incredible. It's so freaking cool. Yeah. It's so freaking cool and it's so amazing and it's like something I'm so grateful for and it's so hard at the same time. So many lessons coming out of that as human beings about ourselves, about how we treat other Good living God. things, about yeah. just kind of a universal sense of, you know, yeah. how we treat each other. Yeah. yeah. And reflection. Yeah. yeah. And taking time. I feel like taking that's kind time. of one of the <clears throat> takeaways is like what you were saying. Slow is it the fuck down. Slow it down. That's like if that's yeah. the one lesson I could ever teach anybody, especially in prison. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have to say it over and over again in our prison programs, like slow down. We are not in a hurry. We don't need to get a dog to do a certain thing and do a certain flip by a certain time. Slow down. Can yeah. I with that dog? Like, hear him, see him or her, you know? Yeah. Connect with them on a different level because that's what we ultimately need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. So great. Stephanie, thank you for being here. Yeah. Thanks, Stephanie. Um, I'm going to cry first before we leave. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yay. Right. Now it's cry <laughs> session. <laughs> Barbara. Yeah. Um, One quick you. tear. <laughs> I'll throw my drink on you. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, it's in my She's eyes. crying. It happens every time. And moms aren't too. I'll use mine. It's got lemon in it. 
Um, thank you for being here. I learn a lot from you every day and I appreciate you. And I'm really glad that you got to meet my brookie because you tell us, are, so tell us what your pack yeah. walk is. SCV pack walk, Santa Clarita Valley. Nobody ever knows what SCV means because you don't live in the Santa Clarita Valley. But if you do <laughs> and you would like some services on yeah. training or dog walking for the purposes yes. of training or just getting your dog some exercise, right? Both. So we do dog walking and training, which means like uh, a lot of people don't understand that our actual pack walk is training. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a slow drip, as I call it, of training because it's, you know, I spend maybe a couple hours a week with your dog working on a specific issue. Um, but we also do private training where we come to your house and work on specific things with you and your family. Uh, but both the bottom line is we do holistic mm -hmm. mind, body, soul for you and your pet trying to improve your lives as a whole, as a pack, as a family, as an individual, as, you know, all of these things. That's yeah. amazing. Do you have so, a, a website? That, we or do. Instagram or? SCV Pack Walk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I like how you did that. Yeah. <laughs> all the same, the same girl. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but she will be making videos soon so that you guys can maybe even watch things. Even if you're not in the Santa Clarita Valley, you can watch some of the things about the how to get them out the door, how to uh, just create more structure, create more structure, but good holistic ways to do it through love and listening. Moms are too. Got something to tell you right now today. Oh. So I got in the shower today um, yeah. and then, you know, it was after I cleaned because my cleaning lady was coming. Yeah. I, I found like a dry booger in on the tile and I had to scrape that off, um, you know, and like pubes and things. And, but do you clean before your cleaning lady? Because I often yes, do. Yes, I always clean before my cleaning lady. Charlie found boogers in all of the cup holders in both of our cars. At least it's in the cup holders. Do you know where I find boogers? Where? On my walls. And that shit takes off paint. So oh. if it's on the wall and it dried, yeah. it's like glue and slime. And you go to you scratch it off yeah. and it's hard as a rock. It's like cement and it's stuck to your wall. How do you feel about scratching it scratch off? I, don't, I would rather have a whole because I will touch up paint. We touch up paint like every six months. Yeah. Really? I'd rather have a, yeah. I'd mm -hmm. rather have a hole off of, off of my wall than to look at boogers. You don't just paint over them? I don't, but I saw that. No, somebody didn't. Somebody I wouldn't paint do that. over a grasshopper or something like <gasps> a dead. No, it was a cockroach. It was a dead cockroach. Stuck to the wall? And they like, it was dead and like on the, by the wall. And landlord special, <gasps> I came through before a new tenant came in and painted that mobile and it was like, ah! Wow, you made it through the whole episode. We really appreciate that. And you know what else we would really appreciate? If you went to Apple Podcast or wherever you listen and rate and review Moms Art 2. It really helps us so much and lets other future listeners get an idea of what they're getting themselves into. That's right. <laughs> Mom's Art 2 is produced by Rob Adler with Brooklyn Frequency. Music by Kai Sample. 